2: Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. I am putting together a show, and I need a star. You want people to laugh at me? they're well, laughing anyway, kids. Might as well get paid. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. Strength, fearless, climbing, speed, boomerang, smoldering intensity. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
4: The movie show today, coming to you from Springville, Utah. Steve. Yes. We're that much closer to Eureka. Pretty soon, you know, we're going to be there. You think? We'll be doing the whole show in Will Eureka. that be the final show? Probably. <laughs> Probably. You never know. Although. The farewell tour. it has Well, when I, when I did the farewell tour on the old show, we yeah. did one of the bucket list, you know, broadcasts out there yeah. with one of our, you know, United States senators and everything else at Tinnick, uh High School. So that was fun.
1: Has the Tinnock Festival already?
4: Yeah, it happened last weekend. Last weekend. And it was great. We had a lot of fun. Although, the big Tinnick Historical Society auction, which I do, it got rained out. It it just rained like crazy, right in the middle of the whole thing. We missed the parade and everything else. So everything happened, but we just had a downpour for about an hour, hour and a half. But other than that, it was a great celebration. Thanks for asking. It was fun. I was just curious. I love small-town celebrations. Oh, I
1: think they're awesome. I really, really do.
4: Okay, the movie show today. You know, not just Springville, but we are at Zero Res today. We're going to be talking with Jake, talking about the great deals that are going on and why you, like me, and I heard Amanda talking about Zero Res coming down today as well, how she likes to have her carpets cleaned while the kids are not underfoot. That makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. So Maybe we'll be, just clean them, too, while they're Exactly. Out. Just, you know, hose off the kids, you know, give them a little, you know, they're, they're like upholstery. You have to handle a little different than the carpeting. But Stop you, moving. You, yeah, that's right. Sit down. I'll pretend you're a chair, and we'll just clean you. Oh, that'd be cool if they did, like, outlines. <laughs> okay. Well, on that weird note, it is time, ladies and gentlemen,
2: for the movie show preview. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, The Big Movie Review.
4: Okay, Big Movie is a strange movie with some really good actors. Uh, 3,000 Years of Longing. And then we have Breaking. I always do this. I run through what I was able to see this week. I've seen four on the list
1: here. And you go, yeah, but you missed the best one, and it's breaking. Actually, it is. It it's, is. It See, is. John uh, Boyega. It's sort of a modern uh, version of Dog Day Afternoon. So you're not just trying to rub that in. No, no. of I, I, uh, The ones you probably should have missed.
4: <laughs> that was not it, huh? That was, okay, Samaritan. Samaritan, Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Man, I'll tell you, this is uh, an action-packed movie.
1: Yeah, you can tell it's sort of low-budgety, a little bit. Yeah, but, it, you know, I didn't smack of it, you know what I mean? Well, when you have somebody like Stallone and the kid. Yeah, they I mean, carry it. You could do whatever. Yeah, yeah, they carry it. The bad guys were kind of silly. Me time. Oh,
4: this is a horrible, terrible, disgusting, low-rent, base, non-funny, stupid, gross movie. And I couldn't disagree more. Oh, man. I, I thought it was hilarious. I hated. it. This movie. Well, now uh, you can't really review it because you didn't. I walked out of it. Okay, you know, people ask me, you know, are there ever movies that are just so disgusting or so low or so base that you just won't stay and watch it? And I said, yeah, but you know, you've and gotten I walk more tolerant as to, a little a, bit a, but, at least but, until but, this week. But oh, I hit this, and I'm watching it, and I'm going, you know, I'm looking at people that really do have some talent, and they are just cashing a raunchy check, and it just oh, the I, movie was. Honestly. In some places, so uncomfortable for me, so disgusting that I turned it off.
1: I can't. I, I, I'm trying to think of what part that. I would named
4: be. about three or four of them, and oh my goodness, I, I just got so sick of it. You know, where the second the family's gone and dad just goes in all for the porno and everything, and the kiddies come in. You go, oh, yeah, oh, okay. that's a, and then that's an awkward. If you really want to, de- if you really want to degrade somebody, you don't just mess up their house. You go up to their bed and you what on it? Oh, it just just unbelievable. I if, if blame what, Amber Heard for that one. If that's if that's what it takes to get me to laugh, you know how much I hated Ted. And I walked out of Ted as well. I'd watch Ted before I watched Me Time. <laughs> but other than that, I loved it. Uh, number five is The Invitation.
1: Uh, this is a horror film, mm-hmm. and it's about a young woman who gets invited to England. And why is she being invited there? Well, <laughs> Oh, I've seen the trailer on this.
4: This is where she's kind of, yeah. Yeah, she's, okay, like, so. she's the guest of honor. I see. Uh, House of Dragon. I watched the first episode of this. Uh, I, I was just home that afternoon, and I thought, okay, you know, because I'm I'm kind of clueless on it. I've seen an episode here and there a little. I'm not sure if I've ever seen a total, you know, Game of Thrones episode all the way through.
1: I watched a couple towards the end, but yeah.
4: I, I, I lasted 20 minutes. I, I couldn't. So House of Dragons, I watched it, and I went, okay, I'm not quite sure what's happening. I I wasn't into it. Okay. And then number seven is Bad Sisters. So we'll talk about all these films coming up, and we've got our movie news. We've got a special guest from the Utah Film Center, the executive director. We'll talk with Mariah, see what's happening there. Uh, Some streaming news later on, as I mentioned, movie news. We've got, uh, I don't think Dee will be joining us for the quirky pics yeah i figured not she has some other obligations today we do have telephone torture and a whole lot more and again the movie show preview is sponsored by our great friends at call climate services
2: now the big movie review doug and steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week
4: i mean when you've got uh idris elba in a movie playing the part of a genie, by the way. Yeah. Tilda Swinton, you know, who is kind of a, a writer and real, real interesting person, you know, a little quirky. And you put this in a movie that is very, very fanciful. It's pretty unique. Let's get a little sound from 3,000 Years of Longing.
3: There's no story about wishing that is not a cautionary tale.
2: We all have desires, even if they remain hidden from us. But it is your story, and I cannot wait to see where it goes. Oh, how it might end. Uh,
4: you know, it's really not her story, it's his. It's, yeah. it's the story of the genie in the bottle from the genie's perspective with kind of an interesting tapestry woven around it. But Idris Elba is just amazing. Uh, Tilda Swinton is going off, and she's ma- you know part of a, a group where they're talking about Myth and storytelling, yes, yeah. and then also, but how, as we get deeper into science, we find that the science explains a lot of the mythology explains a lot of you know, like why did the earth's you know well, we used to think the earth you know was the entity the and the sun went around us, but anyway, they talk about this, but she starts seeing things she's in this seminar, she's you know like a lot of authors and educators and so on, academicians, she's at this seminar. And she's looking forward to getting away. But she starts seeing things in the audience, these kind of ancient characters and so on. She passes out. They revive her. And, you know, so, you know, and they give her a little applause as you Telling, know, she's walking she's alive, out like, hey, yeah. she didn't die. But anyway, she goes and she's shopping in the Grand Bazaar. She's, you know, this is sitting, Istanbul. Right. And so she's in the Grand Bazaar. And she just sees this quirky little piece of glass. And it's been damaged and everything else, but she really likes it. Everybody's saying, no, no, no. You know, hey, what about this? What well, she buys it, takes it home. She's scrubbing it off in the sink. And wham, bam. You know, she's basically rubbing the magic lantern, as it were. In this case, it's the vase. And this genie appears. Although they refer to him as a djinn. Right, a djinn. It's spelled D G J I
1: N N, so a djinn. Which is like a... I mean, that's the mythology, and that's where Genie came from. Exactly.
4: And so anyway, it ends up being this long kind of convoluted story where she's weighing where she's at, and the Genie is basically filling in some of the blanks on his story. He's been incarcerated, you know, or I can't remember the term he used. What was it? Um, Not imprisoned, but uh, in – anyway, he's been in the bottle three times, and he walks us through the three times, and the circumstances on the One which was quite lengthy, like 2,500 One well. was very, very long. But this is such a quirky movie. But I have to admit, you know how you're always attacked by the uh, the film reps when you walk out of a screening. And I said, it's just kind of bizarrely beautiful and strange. But there are some really odd places. For example, there's an heir to the throne where the genie is know, telling yeah. about this, and this boy likes great big women, and he thinks that there is power in the more girth the women that he surrounds himself with actually have. So these are big girls, yeah, and they're all nude, which is a mite uncomfortable, and a little jarring, and it's 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 a bizarre movie. I don't even know how to recommend this other than the fact that there are such intriguing moments in it. And it's, you know, a lot of the scenes that I just, they are not exactly sensual. Let's put it that way. No. And so it's, I don't know. I, I don't quite know where I, I like the movie. I'm glad I saw it. But I'll
1: tell you, I think some people would absolutely freak over this. Well, first, it's the director, George Miller's Vision, and he was the guy that did uh, the last uh, Mad Max Fury Road, which was highly uh, touted. This one is not getting so much love, and its I think it's because, for me, it's sort of a love story, and yet it has no warmth to it. Yeah. And I, I thought, there's something missing here, and I think that's what it is. The visuals and his representations of uh, you know the ancient wherevers, was incredible, and his visual presentation was, I thought, mesmerizing. Yeah. Well, and we and the
4: consequences if the wishes aren't made. Yes, that you know, whole concept
1: of the, yeah. Be I
4: careful mean, what you wish for. Kind yeah. Of. So there's the be careful what you wish for, and if you don't wish, the price the genie pays right. for that, and then if there happens to be some kind of affection that builds between the genie and the recipient of his wishes. It it can it can be damaging, but yet th- there are times when perhaps the genie will just kind of come back into somebody's life. It was you know it's like they were they were both plowing uncharted territory.
1: Uh, and and it, and for those who think this is a genie movie and and it's going to be light and fun, oh yeah, if you think this, is this is dark, a, this is not Aladdin. No, there's no. no crook in the neck after he wakes up after thousands of years. Yeah, you know none of that. This is a Serious story about a mythological creature that is sort of trying to help a woman who is a storyteller, yeah, and how that all comes about is kind of fascinating, but it is not this is a darker film, and it has an edge to it uh i'm I'm guessing some will like it and be blown away how cool it looked, and some will be like, "I have no idea what the heck I just saw yeah, and there will be some
4: that will be offended, you yeah, know, because the, there are some real kind of bizarre Strange moments in it. So, what, what's your grade on this? I'm curious. B minus. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. You know, on I'd I'd go like maybe I I feel guilty two and a half because it's a better movie than that, but that's about how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know?
1: enjoyment may not be the right word yeah. even. Yeah, this this maybe just
4: appreciation for the I, craft. Yeah, or kind of kind of like looking at a weird piece of art and realizing what went into it and the creation of it. But you go, I don't want that hanging in my living
1: room. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Okay. So how many screens is this on, by the way? Okay. It is on. This is the part that's going to be goofy about picking the big movie of the week because it turns out it's only on 2,436 screens. And the invitation I found out yesterday is on 3,000 screens. But I think with the star power in this movie that it's probably a bigger movie.
4: Okay. It's 3,000 years Of longing. All right, we are at 929 still to come here on the movie show. We've got movie news just around the corner, and we'll be talking with the Utah Film Center Executive Director, see what's happening there, and Telephone Torture, the movie show top 10. It's all here at KSL News Radio. If you were to, uh, I'm curious, seeing House of Dragon, has that made you want to connect with and kind of catch up
1: on Game of Thrones? No. And it didn't me either. Good. I, 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 I kept Okay, the- yeah, for those who are invested, I, I see it. It's like yeah. trying to tell somebody to see Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, and they're like, what? what? Those shows were, I mean, I was invested in them, and I get the love for that. But I, I just feel like, what is it, seven or eight seasons of the original? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a huge... It's Chunk a commitment. Of
4: time. Yes, exactly. All right. It is 9 30 here at KSL News Radio. The movie show.
3: You could just write your own roles, you know, write something that's as interesting as you are. What are you going to do? I have my own
2: club. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM at eleven sixty AM. The
4: movie show coming to you from the location of Zero Res here in Springville, just Right off the freeway, west side of the freeway, and Jake is here with us. And you know, I mentioned this—we we obviously focus on carpet cleaning. That's kind of your uh, forte. That's how it all began. <clears throat> but you guys do so much else. You know, I've, I've recited that you've cleaned upholstery for me. You've clean, cleaned upholstery for my mom. Area rugs, tile, and grout—you guys really do it all.
0: Yeah, and there's several that are are. I mean, when you get it done that are just like, they blow you away. And yep. one of the ones that I want to mention today was tile and grout. Um, I don't, Doug, I don't know if you have Tyler grout at your house. or We've ever demonstrated that to you, but that one just a, as someone who has done a lot of carpet cleaning personally in the right. homes and whatever right. else, some of the biggest differences I ever, I, I've ever seen was the tile and grout. And you don't realize how much your grout color has changed over the years, especially in your kitchen. Unless you do kind of a, a litmus test. And so if if you're in your home, go to your pantry or look underneath the toe kick or under a rug, somewhere that you don't – doesn't get any traffic and compare it to other spots in your, in your kitchen or in your area where you'd have tile. Right. And it is a different color. I can guarantee it. It is in every home. Yeah. And when you clean that tile with our process, with the 0 water, with that high pressure, it's all contained – it does a phenomenal job and it looks like new and it blows your mind every single time.
4: You know, I've, I've seen examples of what you do, but we have never had a whole area done. And we're in a relatively new house right now, but you know, even now I'm beginning to see, you know, a little change in the color of the grout here and there. So we, we may have to put you guys to the test on that before too long. You know, we are talking about air ducts and how important it is to have air duct cleaning done. I mean, we talk about the carpet being the largest filter in your home. Well, guess what is the biggest
0: circulating factor in your home? It goes through the air ducts. That's right. And that's why, <clears throat> that's why we're so tied to the concept of cleaning air ducts is the, the biggest you know, contributor to anything getting dirty in your home is your air quality. Probably the most important piece is the air quality to, to you as the homeowner, the person that's living in the home, and you want to breathe that clean air. Right. But all of your surfaces are going to help keep your air clean, and if they're not cleaned properly, For example, your carpet, it is the biggest filter in your home. That's going to help keep your air clean. But getting the ducts cleaned is going to probably be the number one factor in keeping your air clean.
4: And again, it's really easy to see. You know, if you lift up those little vents, you'll see (laughs) exactly, you'll see a little frame around there. And then if you look in, again places you don't normally look and you can kind of see the difference and see
0: what's going on yeah a lot of the newer homes they have return vents in in all of the different rooms that you're in but they don't they didn't used to do that and so air that was in a room would get blown in and it had to escape somewhere and you would start to see those filtration lines underneath doors where the air is forcing to pass underneath there right the carpet just starts to get dirty that's a really really good indicator that it's time to get those air ducts clean when you start seeing those black Lines right. underneath your doors, or yeah. around your vents, or you look up at the ceiling on the vents, and you can kind of start to see that fuzz yeah. starting to build up on those ducts, those vents. That's a really good sign. That, I mean, if it's, it's on time. the outside, imagine what's on the on inside. The
4: inside, and that's why it's time to call Zero Res. Make your appointment at Zero Res Salt Lake dot com, Zero Res Davis dot com, and twenty percent off on air duct cleaning right now.
0: Yes, and it's a, it is a great deal. It's not going to last, so call and take advantage. And then on carpeting, of course, $33 per room.
4: Book those three rooms, and then they'll clean a fourth room for free. So it's ZeroResSaltLake.com and ZeroResDavisWeber.com.
5: This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world.
2: We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood.
4: Okay, you ready for the latest on the Batgirl debacle? Uh, I've got it here as well. Isn't this just crazy? Batgirl, you know, will not be released, won't be on HBO Max screens. But some people got to see it. It was like a super secret screening, especially for those who worked on the movie itself. One source described this as a funeral Screening, kind of say goodbye to the project that you loved and worked so hard on before the film is sent off to an undisclosed afterlife, is how they put it, since it's kind of funeral verbiage we're using. The footage will either be locked away in a vault or, or it might actually be destroyed. It was David Zasloff that uh, decided to scrap the $90 million DC. Film and he's going to use it as a <clears throat> tax write off, yeah, so a lot of people have wondered, well, you know, could this be kind of like one of those other films that maybe didn't do all that well or was even shelved for a while, but might be released, or it might come out in a director's cut or something, apparently not, there are all kinds of legal questions well, yeah, here. once
1: you take the write off,
4: yeah, if the studio were to release Batgirl, it would run afoul of the rules that would allow Warner Brothers to tax write it down. And it but has now. They spent ninety million. I know. It's been suggested that Warner's might make the drastic move of actually destroying. Well, I heard reports just footage. yesterday that they go. That's not going to happen. Well, I'll tell you. You know, you never know. But this I guess if the, the
1: IRS insists.
4: Well, like, and I don't think they would. I think they'd just say, you got to play by the rules. You cannot release this. You're going to take the write-off on it. You can't make the money on it.
1: That makes sense. So, anyway, who knows? But on top of that, the Ivory Aquino, who plays Batgirl, she has been begging. She just wrote a letter to Zaslav saying, please, please, do not kill this movie. Yeah. But I it, think Warner... Discovery is making some really strange, awkward decisions. It has to be, you know, and and I'm sure. It's all money driven.
4: Yeah, it's, it's all money driven. And apparently, if you can either save money or make money by scrapping a $90 million project and writing it off, now, you know, forgive me, and I don't work in the world of high finance, but, you know, most write-offs, it, it you know, you just get the tax break that might have been on that. Like $90 million, if you're in the whatever percentage, then you can take that write-off, but you're still losing
1: $60 million. I know. I don't get it.
4: I don't get it. But, hey, the mines immeasurably
1: superior to ours are in control. Well, I don't think so in this case, to be honest. But, okay, uh, add more names to the Costner Horizons uh, yeah. movie coming up. Sam Waterston, Yeah, I love him. Sienna Miller. Yeah. Add Luke Wilson is wow. included. Thomas Hayden Church. Uh, and this one, it kind of, Jamie Campbell Bauer. You don't know who he is, but he's the he was the nice, orderly, and stranger things that oh, yeah. befriended uh, Eleven. Yeah. He's okay. number one. So he's going to be in this. Uh it just looks like it's going to be kind of fascinating. Fifteen-year span of post-Civil War Western. Wow. And All
4: being shot down in rural cent- uh, let's hope southern it Utah. It,
1: let's hope the set didn't get washed away as yeah. they're building it now because it's down yeah. in
4: Moab. This is what the commish uh, you know, brought us up to speed on. We'd heard rumblings about a big Costner deal that was, uh, at one point, was he going to come to Utah? Then it was, yes, he is going to come to Utah. And then we got firm on it, and now we're beginning to get the details. Yeah. Good. All right. So the month of September, we'll see the release of Thor, Love, and Thunder on digital September 8th, and then uh, Ultra and Blu-ray and DVD and everything on September 27th. And apparently we're going to get all kinds of things like exclusive bonus content deleted scenes, a gag reel that is supposed to be hilarious. I mean, there are real funny moments in that movie anyway. And can you imagine some of the breakup moments they had in that? that. So that should be interesting and some audio commentary and so on. So we have that to look forward to in the great month of
1: September. Uh, Beginning tomorrow, Rogue One is returning to the IMAX theaters, at least three of them uh, at the Megaplex theaters. And it will include a sneak peek of the next new Disney Plus series, Andor, which uh, will be available on uh, Disney Plus on September 21st. Now,
4: I know what a big uh, sneaker fan you are and how much you're willing to spend on great Reebok sneakers, right? Actually, never Never. have I ever. Apparently, they did very well when they released a Jurassic Park sneaker collection. (laughs) And they have a, a new wave of footwear inspired by the latest film series, uh, the uh, Jurassic World Dominion, and apparently they're paying homage to the bioengineering themes and dinosaurs, new and old. For example, they will include elements like glowing ember logos, a classified information label, and an amber inspired box. Wouldn't you be willing to pay no. the answer Two hundred bucks, and this could be yours. the answer DMX sure to make you feel like the ultimate apex predator, thanks to the natural colors and reptile inspired materials, but no maybe you're not willing it. to pop for the two hundred hundred bucks classic leather ripple. The Velociraptor Blue and her
1: offspring are the inspiration for this. <laughs> I only know one guy who, Andy Morgan, uh-huh. our cr- critic friend up in Logan, uh-huh. he is a sneakerhead. Is he? Well,
4: he might end up with the ultimate nostalgic classic leather ripple. With blues iconic stripes coming to life on your sneakers. Oh, that's adorable.
3: Okay,
4: so top that, Steve. Uh, You're I have, done? I am done. Yeah, he's done. All right,
2: that's movie news The Movie Show.
3: We are really fighting the clock,
2: and every minute counts. What? They're all slot. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay,
4: Stephen, is there a film we could talk about here before we hit the top of the hour?
1: Uh, yeah, we can do um,
5: uh, Breaking.
4: Breaking. Ooh, that's the big one. That's good a good one. 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 All right, here we go.
5: Fraud was committed. The VA stole my disability check from me. I've had some problems with veteran affairs myself. How about you release one of those ladies? No. I need everybody to see what's happening here. I need the fire trucks. I need the news
3: cameras. You have my undivided attention
1: okay uh John boyega stars as the athlete in this story he's a, a a marine who uh is down on his luck he's um he's being evicted uh he's got a wife and kids that uh they're estranged divorced, and all he wants is his disability check and this actually this movie came out uh at Sundance. Uh, it was called eight ninety two, and I thought, oh, well, that's a weird name. Yeah, it's the amount of his disability check was eight hundred ninety two dollars and thirty four cents. That's all he wants. That's all he wanted. And he goes into a bank, and he withdraws twenty five dollars from his own account, and then he says, "I have a bomb." But all he wants is the attention. He he, so he takes everybody out of the bank except for two, uh, the manager and a teller, both women, and uh, they start listening to his story, and they're like, "Holy man!" let me just put the money in there for you because it's getting ugly outside. And Michael K. Williams, who was on the show The Wire, is the lead negotiator, and he was also a Marine. So he knows exactly what's going on here. And this is sort of a modern-day look at Dog Day Afternoon. But John Boyega does such a tremendous job in this story. And Michael K. Williams, who just passed away recently, uh, is a brilliant actor. And the the women in the... uh, I mean, this whole thing is just... So well done. Um, it's set in Atlanta. It's set at a Wells Fargo. I don't know how they got permission for that, but they agreed. This is based on a true story. This oh. actually happened to a gentleman there. And uh, what he has to go through to try to get, you know, people's attention is, you know, you, obviously this is the worst way to go about it, but uh, what a great little movie. I just enjoyed this tremendously. It is... Um, it's only in 902 screens, so it's going to be a little more difficult. That's nationwide. Right. It's going to be a little hard to find, but uh, when you do find it, it, it is playing at some of the Megaplexes. Uh, if you want to see John Boyega, the young man from Star Wars that played, uh, what was it, Finn? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he This is another role for him. He's just brilliant. He's very, very
4: good. Isn't that amazing how these films get to us? Because all of us have been in that position where you just go, what is it going to take to straighten this out? Yeah. And, you know, whether it's John Q or whether it's the movie you just described. It's a good go, example. What in
1: the world? And, you well, know, when they, one of the reporters, he calls a TV station uh, and they they go to the VA and say, why? Because the company, a company said that he had defaulted, even though it turned out to be not be true. Yeah. And they took that money to pay that debt. And they said, our hands are tied. Well, untie them. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, let's save this man. Yeah. Oh, interesting! It's a great film, okay. Breaking. That's B plus. B plus. Uh, what is it rated? It's rated PG thirteen. It has a little bit of language, but okay. he's always apologizes. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to raise my right. voice. Right. He's just a sweet guy who's just trying to get some attention. It's a great movie.
4: It is exactly ten o'clock. By the way, it's called Breaking. Breaking. Ten o'clock. This is KSL FM Midvale, KSL AM, Salt Lake City. The movie show.
0: Rule number one for surviving Zombieland: cardio.
2: On KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Here on the movie show, we like to
4: bring you right up to speed on everything going on uh, movie-wise in the state of Utah, and that's why we have the commission once a month. We like to check in with our exhibitors. You know whether it's uh, Jeff the Whipple or uh, you know Blake Anderson from. From uh, Megaplex, or, you know, we we like to talk to some of our uh, small-town exhibitors and various organizations. And it's been a while since we checked in with Utah Film Center. And uh, they've been around now for 20 years doing all kinds of things. And we're hearing some rumblings about a a gala uh, event that they have coming up. And we have uh, Mariah Mellis, who is joining us right now. Mariah, thank you for joining us as Executive Director of the Utah Film Center.
3: Yeah, thanks, Doug. I think last time I came on, I was the interim director, so this is kind of an exciting time for us.
4: A promotion has happened. (laughs) Congratulations. Hey, we love to check in with you and see what is going on. First of all, you know, for our listeners, I uh, uh, I don't want to assume that everybody knows exactly, okay, what the Utah Film Center is, what it does, what its legacy has been. So set the stage before we talk about a special event coming up in a couple of weeks.
3: Absolutely. So the Film Center focuses on three areas of connecting the film community. And one is media education for kids from kindergarten through 12th grade. We travel around the state. Uh, We're one of the only one of two uh, local professional organizations that is deemed appropriate to go into schools by the State Office of Education. Um, And then we once those kids kind of move out through high school and go on to whatever secondary or, or, you know, trade schools and things that they're interested in. Uh, We try to provide a community and a place for them to come back and look for resources. And so we have artist support services. We provide editing bays and workshops, ongoing professional development and community building. We even have some uh, uh, opportunities for them to help fundraise for their film projects. And then we bring it right back home to that exhibition. You know, people want to see what you've been making, especially these homegrown filmmakers. And so we do exhibitions um, monthly, um, almost always free. We also have a couple specialty film festivals around genres like children's films or LGBT films. So we like to be part of the whole filmmaker ecosystem.
4: you got to tell us about the uh, Black, White, and Silver Screen Gala which is coming up on September 15th. Tell us what this is all about and uh, how and who should get involved.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The black, white, and silver screen, it's, you know, the roaring 20s when film had just begun and was starting to connect people. And so we thought, you know, we're 20 years old. Let's do a 20s-themed party. Um, so we're bringing back um, our founder and board chair, Geraldine Dreyfus. She's been traveling the world making films for for the last you know five to ten years and she'll be presenting that evening and connecting people with the films that the film center has supported over the last 20 years uh we're also featuring a special uh, guest erica cone i don't know if you know erica but she is a homegrown filmmaker who uh is most probably known for her film around here in football we trust and then she went on to make a film called the judge that won a peabody award and an Emmy, and uh, now she's just uh, come off the hills of a film called Belly of the Beast. Wow. So, excellent filmmaker, really prolific, talented, award-winning, and she's going to talk about what it's like to be a Utah filmmaker and to have to leave to make films, but then why you come back here, and Utah is really the place for film.
4: It is an amazing place for film. You know, local filmmakers, of course, but some of the iconic names in Hollywood. You look at some of the things that are being produced right now, Kevin Costner in the state and things of that nature, and it it really is an an incredible place for those who love films and uh, especially those that make films. Now, the evening itself, uh, is it open to the public generally?
3: It is. Well, I mean, anybody can buy a ticket. There is a ticket because it is a fundraiser. So if you go to utahfilmcenter.org, uh, you'll see right on our main screen a uh, 20th anniversary. And you can buy a ticket and be a part of it that evening. Uh, there's also going to be opportunities to, if you can't make it that night and like to make a donation towards our education programming or art support um, or our exhibition, you can do that on our website also. Um, If you do make it and come in person, speaking of those iconic places and locations, we're going to have a live auction with uh, opportunities to travel with one of those local film commissioners around to see some of those iconic places on those awesome OAVs and travel to places that you wouldn't normally get to that the public's not allowed to see on a regular basis. So we've got some uh, basically an event for movie lovers and movie makers for sure.
4: It's interesting just before we started uh, chatting with you I mentioned to Steve it, it's been a long time since I've seen Cheryl and I was wondering what she was uh, what she'd been up to and as you mentioned <laughs> the last 5 years you know kind of globe trotting working on films uh, give us a little more background because after all yeah. I mean she's a heavyweight in uh, filmmaking in the state of Utah and one of the co-founders
3: She is and she has not slowed down at all in fact Uh, She has got films, uh, probably no less than 10 films in production almost at any time. She's a brilliant executive producer. Um, We hope some of that rubbed off on us because she really is the great connector. You know, the idea that if there's a film that needs resources, she scours her Rolodex and, and, uh, you know, searches high and low for those uh, resources to help a filmmaker make a film. So um, you'll often see her films popping up at Sundance, um, like I said, she usually has like several. Um she got ten in production, she probably got six in Sundance on a yeah. on a go ongoing year. And so it's fun to see, you know, she does bring them all back to Utah. We try and bring them through our exhibition programming. And then also many of those films we support with our fiscal sponsorship program. So uh, you know, she goes out and finds donations and support for them and and then people who support those films donate through the Utah Film Center, and a portion of those proceeds go on to support local films. So we really feel like, you know, regardless where Jerilyn's traveling and where these productions are happening, there's still a little bit of it that's kind of coming back here to Utah and supporting our Utah film ecosystem.
4: Let's talk about how people can get the information to find out what you guys have going on at any time. Get more information on the Black, White, and Silver Screen Gala. Where's, where do we go? What's the website?
3: Yes, everything is at utahfilmcenter.org. We have a awesome Facebook page, and Instagram page. Uh, if you decide you want to get out tonight and come visit, I'll be at the screening of Big Little Farm in uh, Liberty Park tonight, starting at dusk. And I'd be happy to just sell you some tickets there or chat up about the film's ecosystem in Utah and about what we're doing to help promote it. So you know, if you don't make it to the website, come visit me tonight at Liberty Park.
1: Sounds That's good. By the way, that is a great movie. Yeah.
3: Isn't it? I <laughs> oh,
1: love that film. And where are you going to find that kind
4: of venue? You know, Liberty I know. Park. That's perfect. I love stuff like that. I love things, you know, in the park and things that bring us together uh, surrounding a, a, a very, you know, whatever film. And, Mariah, thank you so much for joining us back on the movie show. And congratulations on becoming the executive director.
3: Thank you so much. I hope to talk to you soon.
4: Okay, keep us in the loop on what you guys are doing. It is ten fifteen here at KSL News Radio. The movie show. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a
2: situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could.
5: Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth.
2: On KSL News Radio, one oh two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Well, Stephen,
4: I'm thinking that it's time. Uh oh. And I, I know Jake, Jake, you've been waiting for this time, right? You know, where this gigantic <laughs> office of yours just
1: re- <laughs> I have to He's got I, beautiful pictures of his family. You want to break all and, of those, and his skateboards, and all and this everything. is coming down,
4: basketballs and everything. But <laughs> this is one of the great acoustic spots for the movie show Top.
0: I've been waiting for this all morning.
4: Uh, you know, I knew you were. I need to wake up? That I was... knew you were. <laughs> so here we go. In Jake's gigantic office. Here we go. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. Don't do it. For the movie show. Is anything going to fall off the shelf and break now?
1: Top. Just Faberge egg over there. Ten.
4: you know, if that great big, gigantic uh, TV, is, as big as anything at the Megaplex Theaters, fell off the wall <laughs> in Jake's big office, it'd get Steve first. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. You know, because you're taller just, than you. You're just a hair taller than me. A hair. A hair or two. Well, it's time for the movie show top ten. You ready for this? How'd that go, Jake? Did we enhance your reputation quite a bit? Wants his money back. (laughs) Yeah, he goes. Yeah. Can we get a refund? (laughs) Why do I let you guys in my big, gigantic office? Okay. (laughs) Now, you mentioned that this is also a conference room.
0: I I love how you guys call it my office. It is a conference room. (laughs)
4: And a basketball court. No, there's no basketball court. Okay. Number 10 is bodies, bodies, bodies. This thing has crashed and burned. What? What? And kind of deserved to. It just really wasn't very good.
1: Uh, it was a strange movie. I know, It was a
4: strange movie. About eight million dollars and uh, three weeks should have made that much on the first weekend.
1: It was huge overseas, though.
4: Was it five bucks?
1: Thirty-four thousand. Thirty-four thousand dollars.
4: Dollars. I think. Maybe <laughs> okay. In row, so I Where the crawdads sing. This thing has been hanging in the top ten now for six weeks. And uh, it's done okay, you know. It's made about oh seventy-eight million dollars. Anything internationally?
1: Another twenty. It's just about to go over a hundred million.
4: Yeah. Okay. Uh, nope. This is another movie that I love this filmmaker, but I wasn't in love with this movie. I didn't hate it, but I sure had higher hopes for it. Out five weeks now, and Nope has made about one hundred and fifteen million. Any domestic money? Another
1: twenty-one. Inter- so it's at one thirty-six. International. Yeah.
4: Uh, minions, this is just killing it. I have to admit, I'm kind of getting a kick out of this. Minions, the rise of Gru. Where was I the other day? And they had a, you know, the, uh, oh, it was at the Megaplex Theaters. Oh, they have a and, and they foosball had the table. Foosball with the minions in there yeah, instead yeah. of little soccer kickers. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Okay, three hundred and fifty plus million dollars domestically alone.
1: Four hundred eighty-six foreign. We're at wow. eight, three seven.
4: Isn't that incredible? That's Big numbers. Big, big numbers for a movie like that. Thor, Love and Thunder. Boy, this has been hanging in, too, in the theaters now for seven weeks, about $335 million domestically.
1: Another four oh five, so it's at seven thirty-eight. million. Yeah. That's very healthy.
4: We have some big numbers. Remember last year at this time the numbers oh, we were yeah. talking about? Ten. Yeah, oh, it made $20 million in its eight-week release. Uh, DC League of Super Pets, you know, I openly admit, I went into this Sunday morning, s- Sunday, Saturday morning, Movie with a little chip on my shoulder like, this better be good.
1: And it was. It was. was, was, It's cute. I liked it. Maybe the D.C. thing is scaring people because it's only made 69 domestic, 64 foreign.
4: But it's funnier and better than you think.
1: It's funnier and better than the D.C. people.
4: Oh, boy, no kidding. Top Gun Maverick. What can we say? This is in a league of its own. It truly is 13- weeks. And to think our friends at Paramount wanted to just kind of dump this out a couple of years ago and yeah. thank heaven Tom Cruise said, uh uh-uh, uh, no way. It's made six hundred and eighty five million dollars domestically and the international numbers.
1: Another seven twenty four foreign we're at one point four billion. Isn't that amazing? But just think of how far away we still are from Avatar. That's right. like 2.8.
4: I know. It's it's insane. The good news is because we have been in the doldrums of August, you know, places like Megaplex and other exhibitors around the country have brought it back, put it on their big premium screens like IMAX. And so it's uh, had a little, uh, you know, not that it necessarily needed it, but it's had a little, you know, booster shot here. Bullet Train, uh, it was it was okay. Made about seventy million domestically.
1: Yeah, another eighty one four, and it's at one fifty two.
4: Beast, you like this movie better than I did. Well, I
1: yeah, it, yeah, it's like Chinese food. You're hungry after an hour.
4: Yeah, go see Ghost in the Darkness if you want to have a you know lion scare you. Uh, it made about twelve million dollars.
1: Another eleven four, and it's at twenty five.
4: And then dr-
1: dr- <laughs> what what the Dragon Buru Super, Super Hero. <laughs> It's Dragon Ball's uh, superhero. I thought that this was going to do really well, and it, it it has done well. In fact, it might come back to the, be the number one movie this week. 24 domestic, 26 foreign. It's at 51. Okay. Uh, and uh, it blew away the beast, I'm afraid.
4: All right. The Movie Show Top Ten, proudly sponsored by our great friends at Call Climate Services. And they're going to be making a cameo appearance in Eureka soon to Hook up my boiler.
1: You keep threatening, but I don't think they're going to do it.
4: No, we still got plenty of time before it gets cold. Oh, okay, so you know, could Scott, be forever. Scott, Scott <laughs> call the way the summer's going, and call Climate Services. They're great, great people to have in your home to take care of heating, air conditioning, you know, whatever it might be. All right, it is ten thirty here at KSL News Radio. More of the movie show just around the corner. The movie show.
2: What about that, Jeff? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
4: The movie show here at KSL News Radio. We need to mention something. You know, we've talked about now that hopefully, you know, it's certainly not in the rearview mirror, but it's not quite what it was the COVID epidemic. We want to uh, revitalize the movie show club. And so, what we're doing, we're offering seven pair of tickets to see the movie fall. And it's on our Movie Show Club page. All you have to do is just like the page, and then you'll be put into a drawing. And then after the program today, you will be notified if you have won two tickets. And, again, this is Fandango. There's kind of a code and so on, so you can see the movie
1: fall. And if you have a fear of heights, forget it.
4: Forget it. Do not
1: go see this
4: movie. Two young women on a broadcast tower out in the middle of where? But to
1: their credit, it's not damsels in distress. They're... They're figuring stuff out and I, I enjoyed this film. Okay. As much as I could because I am scared to death of heights. So again it's on the movie show club page
4: the Facebook page and just like the post and you are automatically entered and you could win those uh, tickets all right we are broadcasting today from Zero Res Jake our friend is here with us from Zero Res you know we talk about the process the proprietary process and you know we use the term patented tell us what the process is all
0: about and how it works yeah so we were mentioning earlier that uh, when we came into this industry um, that it hadn't evolved, it hadn't changed for 50 years. And so we knew that they're, they're needed. Uh, we some news with okay, uh, we're going to hold on just one second. We do have
4: some breaking news. We're assuming it's about this redacted uh, affidavit, and Boyd
5: Matheson is joining us. Boyd, what's up? Uh, so the affidavit has been released now, the redacted version. As you've been uh, reporting, uh, the memo, there was about a 10-page memo that was kind of the precursor to uh, what was going to be redacted and why of course, a lot of that had to do with the safety of agents, the safety of witnesses, the integrity, and the kind of the roadmap of the investigation. So we now actually have the affidavit, it has been released. Uh, it's about 38 pages. It is heavily redacted. Uh, we're just pouring through that. So this is a developing story, Doug, and we'll continue to uh, dive into this and break down what does it mean for the former president? What does it mean for the Department of Justice? What does it mean for this investigation as we roll forward?
4: What does it look like? Uh, and, and I know you're poring over it right now, but just a first blush. I know when I talked with Senator Lee yesterday about what this might look like, and he said, I'm, I'm afraid we're just going to be reading ands and thus and Mar-a-Lago, thus, and then
5: over here, you know, with nothing really of substance. Is that what it's going to be? Uh, no, there there are some components to this where it really seems that the investigation is centered around things that would connect to the national defense information, uh, that that's going to mm-hmm. kind of be the, the main component to that. So there are a lot of uh, descriptors in there in terms of what the, they suspected, what the worries are, why this evidence matters. Um, and so it's it's not quite as redacted as maybe uh, most of us thought it would be. Of course, when you get to the details, that is uh, for right. a host of reasons. Obviously, to protect uh, both witnesses and the safety of the agents conducting it. Uh, but there is a, a significant amount of background laying out the case as to why this matters. And the other thing they're really balancing, Doug, is this idea of transparency. They're trying to be as transparent as possible. There is obvious public interest, and there is a national security interest that's got to be balanced as well. And that's what the uh, Department of Justice has been going for. Well, we'll let you get back to your homework assignment, and I'm
4: sure this is going to be uh, heavily covered this afternoon on Inside Sources. Boyd, thank you so Thanks, much. Zach. And we, of course, will bring you updates as we start to glean a little more information. So stay with us right here at KSL News Radio. We were in a conversation uh, when we got that breaking news uh, with our friends here at Zero Res. We were talking about the system you use, the patented system, and the different components, and why it makes such a difference.
0: Yeah, like like we were mentioning before. Uh, so th- thanks, Doug. Um, we we uh, we have this patented process, the the an industry that hasn't changed or evolved for. 50 years and so we right. knew we had to to make some changes but also protect ourselves in that process. So we have actually created a patented process that allows us to do this. So it starts with our zero water and we've talked a lot about our zero as water. That's what allows us to clean without soaps or detergents. It's a water that we run through a process for electrolysis. It raises the pH and that water literally acts like a soap without leaving the the resoiling residue qualities uh, in the carpet. Um, the next is our our lifter. So this is just basically a counter rotating brush machine, like your your brush in your vacuum, but much much larger and industrial. Right. That allows those those that gunk and hair and and debris in the carpet to be lifted out of the carpet and to the top, so that when we extract with the next part of our our patented process, which is our our zero's wand, and this is what allows us to extract extremely well and remove 200% more uh, than any other cleaner that's been tested in Dalton, Georgia, um, of of the debris, the water, and any of the gunk without losing control of the fluid and dries faster. So there's a lot going on there. But that process, those three units are what ultimately allows us to to create the cleaning process that we have. And it is patented. So we're really excited about that. You know, we talked about the water uh, a little while ago. And you know, I
4: remember, you know, the first time you're a homeowner, and it's your own home, it's your own floor, it's your own carpet, it's your own concern, and you see that much water going on and staying in your carpet. And, especially, you know, maybe you've laid the carpet over an old, beautiful hardwood floor or whatever, and you go,
0: this just can't be good. Right. and And, you know, putting too much water in the carpet. Um, it's going to do a lot of things, right? There's, there's, When you create carpet, you've got the backing and some glue and a secondary backing and then all the fibers that are woven through. Water can do damage, a lot of damage, especially if it has time. And so all of that glue just sitting in water will eventually cause the carpet to separate the glue and the backing. Right. Your carpet just starts to fall apart. So getting your carpet dry is a really, really important part of having your home serviced. And so that was a really, really crucial point to us. Plus, and probably most importantly, is it's really inconvenient to have your carpet wet right. for two days. Right. And so getting that carpet dry in just a few hours for you is going to be a crucial piece. And so that was a high priority when we created our process. And to
4: have three rooms in your home clean for $33 each, and then book three rooms, and you get the fourth room clean for free with all of this technology that we've talked about. And we haven't even talked about the great people you hire and how comfortable we all have been having them in our home. This really is the
0: way to go. You can book online. It's easy to do. Just takes a minute or two. Yep, you go online, zeros zero, daviswebercom Plug in your information. It's really easy. You can just select how many rooms, the stairs, the hall. It's giving you the price as you add it all up so that you know what your budget is budget is and and we can stay within that do whatever you need create your options and and get it booked it's really easy it's a great time to get your carpets cleaned by the people who really know how to
4: do it and people who want you to not just be satisfied they want you to be a raving fan at zero res all right it is ten forty-five here at ksl news radio and steve let's review us another movie which one do you want to do how about we do uh samaritan samaritan okay here we go
3: i found him samaritan
5: samaritan died 25 years ago
2: that's what they say
5: you think you live across from a superhero do you have a therapist kid kid samaritan is dead i pick up garbage for a living pal
2: samaritan cleaned up the streets
4: (laughs) you mind your business on my mind we have two uh, – I'll let you describe this, but with, I was a little – I went, oh, crap. Are we, do we have a whole new generation of superheroes here?
1: Well, and the explanation took about five minutes, which is always yeah. a kind of a red flag for me, too. When yeah. you have to do that much explaining, Granite City was under siege 25 goes, years ago. So this is like
4: Gotham. And then yeah. You go, yeah and, and
1: you got uh, Samaritan and Nemesis. They were like – I don't know, brothers or something. And one is bad, and the other was good. And one died in a fire, and the other one disappeared, assumed dead. And now you've modern day, and now you got a kid who's been a fan. There's still, you know, little symbols on garbage cans that, you know, for the Samaritan.
4: Yeah. So it's not like they've been gone for eons. Yeah, yeah. It's just been, you know,
1: fifteen, twenty years, whatever it was. So, uh, yeah. So this kid though, he's been a huge fan and he's been bugging this guy down the street who owns a little bookshop that's sort of geared towards all things Samaritan. And he's like, I, I swear, I think I've found him. And, uh, you know, the guy's like, get out of here, kid. You're full of nonsense. But that's the charm of this is that Samaritan has been underground. He's been, he like finds old appliances and fix them up and sells them at the pawn shop just for something to do. But he's. He's definitely not doing, you know, his Good Samaritan stuff anymore. And so, but this kid is like determined to, you know, bring him out of his shell. And when he sees the kids getting roughed up by some locals, you know, that's when he steps in and then you see his true nature. So uh, it, it's kind of a real simple movie uh, yeah. in that it's basically Stallone, the bad guys, and this kid and his mom. Uh, and, you know, do they survive does the kid well, get dragged into the underworld and just, you know, does Stallone help him stay out of it?
4: And the guy that plays the wannabe nemes- nemesis, you know, it's kind of like somewhere between, you know, a, a, a gang headquarters, chop shop, you know, everything else. And
1: it always amazes me, though, when the bad people want to destroy everything. I know. We, we're looking for chaos and absolutely, you know, they want to level the place. I'm like, And then what? I know. What do you do with it after that?
4: And the weird kind of appreciation this bad guy has for this kid, and kind of his brass, you know, yeah. and just how he doesn't rat people out, but yet he's a good kid, and you know the single mom. I mean, yeah, both thing.
1: sides want him.
4: Yeah, both sides want him, and you know we've kind of seen this a million times, but you know the magic here, it's Stallone. Yeah, you know.
1: I mean, just his mannerisms, the way he talks. Yeah, you know, very simple.
4: I know, and, you know, he just hey, Come on, kid. Leave me alone. As tough as he tries to be, he just can't kind of hide his decency. Yeah. And there's a twist in this that's kind of interesting. And yeah, that
1: was a nice little. Yeah,
4: so, you know, I, yeah, I mean, you, you can't give Stallone, unless it's really bad, a bad rating. So what's your grade? C plus. C plus, yeah, C plus, B minus. I thought it was
1: a lot of cheese, but thank goodness Stallone was in it.
4: Yeah, a lot of cheese, but it kind of tasted good. <laughs> You
1: know? Prime video only, though. This is a yeah. prime video show.
4: Yeah, you're not going to see this on the big screen. So the title of the movie, again, is Samaritan. Samaritan. And it is rated, uh, yeah, what
1: it's, is it rated? It's rated it's PG-13.
4: PG-13. Yeah. But, you know, on the violence side of it, it's probably about right on the line.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's in the neighborhood.
4: Okay. All right. It's called Samaritan.
2: The Movie Show. you you're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show
4: today coming to you from Zero Res. And again, with that uh, redacted affidavit out, a lot of people have questions. A lot of people are sorting through it right now. KSL News Radio throughout the day as we get more information, as we understand. What was released and what is uh, redacted and what is not will, of course, be passing that along you know, to my you. My first
1: thought was in that hidden figures. How did you know what it said? I held I it up to the light. I
4: know. And Kevin Costner goes, we have to get better markers. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah that- that was a great scene, that wasn't was it? Where it was so redacted, there's no way she could do what was assigned to her, yeah. and she just held it up to the light. <laughs> Can't you see a bunch of guys right now looking at the affidavit? Oh, that's a way to yeah. go. Oh, okay, that's what it means. All right, we have a lot more coming up today on the movie show here at KSL. How about if we start off this hour by letting you review a very fine movie called Me Time? Oh, sure. Okay, let's get a little. Uh, let's get a little. I saw it, hated it, so I'm going to pass this one on to Steve. Here is some sound from me time.
0: Every parent's dream is to spend a week without their family. I
4: get
5: some me time. Me time. How was your first day of freedom? It was great. I played golf with some old buddies of mine. I went to this underground barbecue spot. Mm. Good, bro. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. You should go to Hudson's party.
2: Sunny baby, happy oh. birthday. Thank you, brother. You look good. Oh. Hey, oh. whoa. Hey guys, say hi to my oldest friend in the world. Yeah. You you want a towel? No, I'm good. Okay.
4: Okay.
1: Well, the first thing out of the gate that you have to appreciate was the the flying squirrel thing at wasn't that dead horse point?
4: Yeah. Yeah. It says Utah, Moab, Utah. Moab, yeah, Moab, Utah. The so dirt. they're
1: there. It, it's uh, so it's Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart. They've been friends forever. Uh, Mark is the devil may care. He wants to do everything, especially on his birthday. They've known each other since they were five years old, but you know, as time goes on, he's like, I don't want to talk to Huck. It's it's their names are Huck and, and Sonny. And, Huck is always getting Kevin Hart's character into trouble. And this is one where he says, dude, I am not going to do the flying squirrel thing off of this mountain. And he says, oh, that's cool. But the helicopter takes off and blows him off the mountain and he's yeah. just having, freaking out. Uh, I thought that was a pretty funny open. But the, the whole story here is that, uh, again, now it's been many years later. He's now celebrating his 44th birthday. And uh, Kevin Hart's like, I don't want anything to do with it. He, at this point, has become a stay-at-home dad. His wife is an architect, a brilliant one. And at dinner parties, he's always the one that's left out. He's like, oh, so what do you do? Well, I watch the kids. Uh, And he's very good at it. He's a good dad and all, uh, whereas on the other end, Mark Wahlberg's character is just spending money like crazy. And we find out that he, he's in some kind of hot water with his finances. They go on, on this trip for his 44th birthday. They go to uh, Death Valley where they're going to get back to nature uh, and, you know, just kind of hang out and do whatever. It, it, there's a lot of sass in this movie. And I, I get that why Doug would be put off by this film. Um, but again, and I I know you hate this, but there is. There is a destination for this movie. The reason why it is so uncomfortable early on is because both of these boys grow up dramatically towards the last half of this film. So I actually I, – I got a kick out of this. I thought some of it was very funny. I thought some of it was raunchy and had no business being in there. But, you know, it, it is an R-rated Netflix movie with Kevin Hart and um, Mark Wahlberg. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. You know, there are
4: some things in movies, you know, you can make me uncomfortable a lot of different ways, but I hate it to be lewd and gross and, you know, disgusting. And, you know, I, you know me, I, I, I don't often walk out of a movie. I figuratively walked out of, you know, we were watching it. We have the preview screener that is on my screen and. I thought, okay, how bad can it be? And I was just really disappointed because, you know, both these guys are good actors. Both of them can be really funny. I love buddy comedies. But the thing that ticked me off in this is there was so little originality. We've seen this thing before where the big show-off friend is in financial well, trouble. In fact,
1: we've seen the same actor playing this in exactly. Daddy's Home.
4: Exactly. So I've seen it all before, and what I had to wade through for whatever redemption may have been at the end of the film you know i i, I just, just wasn't worth it to you no it, it just wasn't worth it and i everybody watches movies differently and everybody's either offended or thrilled by something that is is different and i get this but every now and then a movie just puts me just in in a a place i'm just not comfortable
1: well that that's you know? sort of where i ended up with when i i thought all right i'm going to get on board with this house of dragons and see if i could work my way through it and after 20 minutes i said i I'm just not in the mood for this. I can't do it, yeah. and I bailed out. So I'm sure everybody's like, "Are you kidding? House of Dragons gonna be the best thing ever?" Says yeah. Jake, well, and a
4: lot of people. I mean, I talk to people about Game of Thrones, and it's like, "Whoa! I mean, this is you know like the best thing ever." Yeah, and and I I appreciate and and I can't fairly judge it because I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it in consecutive order. I've caught various things and. You know some of the stuff, the violence and the sexuality and so on is just whoa. You know, so so I but but I can't judge it because I haven't seen enough of it. I felt that I did see enough of me time, and if there was something a little redeeming at the end after I again figuratively walked out, I'm glad of that. But I I just wasn't in the mood to keep keep walking through the mug. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, so. It's me time, and it's rated R. And what's the grade? Uh, I gave it a B. A B. Uh, and it's on Netflix only. Okay. And for me, it's Libad Le Cinema. Let's uh, take a brief break. <laughs> that's, that's cool. A, I, I get that's it. That's a technical term. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back with more of The Movie Show.
2: The Movie Show.
3: Look at him. He's heading for that small moon. I think I can get him before he gets there. He's almost in range.
2: On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're just in the process here at Zero Res of trying to decipher what, uh,
4: what D is, uh, is commanding us to do here. You trying to decide what she means by main floor. Does she mean the entire main floor? I mean, that's what I took
0: from it, Doug. We just yeah. got to get it all done.
4: And then basement. Does hmm. that the whole basement? <laughs> or is it the bedrooms in the basement, the hallway in the
1: basement? If there was only some way you could contact her find out
4: well you know maybe <laughs> i just could do it telepathically yeah yeah i
0: don't think the sheer possibility work. that maybe she's listening
4: yeah maybe she could just send you another text message gonna. right now. So these to boys, jake's over here going <laughs> so, so i've specifics. got i've
0: got the list here d so if you're listening we got two areas <laughs> two bedrooms so yeah the main the family room hall stairs He's debating on the office. I assume you want the office done, D. So just let us know.
4: So, you know. Send up a smoke signal. Send up a smoke signal or (laughs) send a a telegram. Carry a pigeon. Send a telegram or carry a pigeon. All right. And she's saying, stop. We obviously. I know. She's she's sitting there just fuming right now going, that idiot. All right. (laughs) Why do I tolerate him? We are at zero res and it's uh, much easier than we just portrayed. You probably know exactly what you want cleaned in your home, right? Yeah,
0: next time D, I'll just give you my phone number we can just talk. That's right.
4: <laughs> you know, are you saying that <laughs> I eliminate not a very the middleman? The, the <laughs> middleman
1: here. So all you have to do I think you're doing this on purpose cuz you don't want uh, My kids do this like uh, they won't put Detergent in the dishwasher, like oh yeah, I was supposed to put supposed to do
2: in there. that. Oh, oh,
1: guess you should have done that yourself.
4: Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Doug,
0: how, how many times has Doug been on the radio and said it's so easy to book, but then I try to have a conversation with Doug about booking? It's like I don't know. That's what because we're doing
2: here. just boss, do the West Wing and the <laughs> East Wing.
4: I am, I am a mere. This is Gru we've got on the phone. I am a mere minion. <laughs> so you know, I just I just guess at, at what we're doing, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There I got, she is. Now, this may – yes. Is your phone on fire? Everything. Got it. Good. Uh-oh. Thanks,
0: D. Yeah,
4: okay. So we're cleaning everything thanks to uh, that from Zero Res, and you can do that. I mean, $33 per room, and the fourth room is cleaned for free. So if you're going to clean your front room and if you're going to clean your three bedrooms and a hallway, then that's pretty much the done deal. There you go. If they're average size, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you go to Zero Res Salt but Lake. in the right manner. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Zero. Re- can, can, we, can you take him away, Dallin, for a few minutes? As if I haven't screwed up you this. You need sweater. a west wing price. <laughs> okay. East wing price. And then there's the, you know, bat wing price that uh, Steve gets for the bat cave. So all you do is give, a call, give you a call or go online. And yep. you, you, It really is easier. Obviously, <laughs> we've turned this into a Lewis, you know, a who's on first routine here. But all you do is just call and book your appointment.
0: Yep, and we'll we'll get you taken care of. Uh, we'll we'll ask the specifics, the the details, and make sure that we understand exactly what you want done, and we'll get it done.
4: Just like we did, we clarified. There we go. And all D had to say was, yes, "Everything, everything. <laughs> you dummy." <laughs>
2: Including you. <laughs> including <laughs> clean, Doug,
4: while you're, you're at it. And you do clean almost everything. I mean, I'm looking at it, and I've mentioned before, you did some upholstery for us once. And what a great job. And we brought in the old area rug. I brought it from Eureka. You got all the coal dust out of it and everything else. And all of a sudden, we realized that thing had more color in it than we ever dreamed. And you've talked about when you clean tile and grout, you'll be shocked at what a difference.
0: Yeah. area rugs are another one that are a lot like tile and grout in your carpet. Um, typically your area rugs are made out of wool and wool is, you know, one of the characteristics of wool is it is made to hold on to everything. Yeah. It just hides it and it hides it well, which is why we use wool the way that we do. Um, but when you clean wool, you got to get the debris out of it first. And I'll tell you, it is pretty incredible what we're able to pull out of a wool rug. So I'll if you bet. have a wool rug and it's been a long time and, and you'll try to lift it up and you're like, holy, this <laughs> rug is yeah. three times as heavy as I remember it. It's probably because it is. It's just holding on to all the dust and debris. So
4: what we need to do is call grandma and get her to put it over the clothesline and beat it to death and then
0: we call you. I can't imagine back oh, no. in those days. Can you imagine w- how those rugs were lifted by by old grandma like I know. Our, our, we have our technicians in there and man they have a hard and time. And they doing did. It. They draped it over the clothesline and beat it to death. Yeah. Newer process. Don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> we can take care of that for you.
4: Zero Res. Go to ZeroResSaltLake.com and ZeroResDavisWeber.com. They'll take care of your carpeting.
3: if you can plan barbecues and weddings you can plan to protect yourself from a natural disaster sign up for local alerts prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan get started at ready.gov plan
2: brought to you by fema and the ad council okay
4: we're back on the movie show and steven sir i think we ought to review another movie okay which one should we do uh the invitation invitation okay here she is where are the bride and groom
0: as you all know there has been someone missing from this table but that once broken bond will be renewed tonight
4: to Eve, my new bride
2: i want to go home
0: but this is your home
4: this looks so creepy when i saw the trailer where, you know, she goes off to meet, what, cousins or something? Yeah,
1: they, uh, she did a DNA test, and she doesn't have, her parents are gone, uh, and, and she it was a swag bag. She's a caterer, and she just happened to grab one, and they, she did the DNA thing. And suddenly she finds out that she's related to some people in England that have a lot of money, and they're having a big party, a, a wedding. And she's, one of the cousins says, hey, look, I'll fly you over, first class, all expenses paid and then you can stay at this amazing manor, you know, their carpets needed cleaning by the way. And <laughs> yeah, it's just a gorgeous place. And, but she's like the, like the center of attention. And there are a lot of dudes, a few women, but you know, she's treated like a princess and my gosh, our cousin from the States is here. And yay. So you're waiting for the other shooter to drop. Like, what's this all about? And when you finally, it's kind of scary But it's not that scary. Remember that there was a movie maybe a couple years ago where uh, this woman was brought in, and it was, oh, it was a game, and and I can't can't remember. But anyway, she survives, and it's a very bloody movie. But in this case, like, okay, what's the hook here? What's the family want? Yeah, I mean,
4: is she Rosemary's baby? What's going on? Right, exactly. And
1: when you find out, you're like, okay, well, that could be interesting. We've only seen it, if, I, I can't really tell you what it is because it's part of the, you know, the surprise. But, Are they vampires? Well, I, you know, I, I can't really say, but yeah. it's just one of those, then you finally get there and then it's not as scary as you thought it was going to be. Okay. And so this, since this is a horror film, that might be a problem. And I'm literally in the theater all by myself and you know how the surround sound always yeah. didn't faze me at all. And I guess I'm getting used to these movies, but, uh, if you're going for a, a good scare, it's not here now. The look of the place and all the aesthetics you know, and everybody the guy who is the lord of the manor he could be he would be a perfect James Bond. he looks like a young Sean Connery, yeah the dark hair and the yeah. deep set eyes and big smile and uh so I kept looking at him like, dude, you should try out for James Bond because they're looking for young and anyway." very he's very charismatic and you know the whole family is pretty cool right up until they aren't they aren't Ooh. and then fur is going to fly okay but again wasn't that scary wow the invitation it's called uh this one is actually opening and I didn't realize this and I forgive me but this should have been the big movie of the week it's on 3000 screens wow which is really not much when you compare it to like i mean top gun 13 weeks on 4,700 screens. Right, right. This is just a but kind that's of a, a respectable number. Yeah. This yeah. is a screen, uh, you know, screen, screen gems movie, $10 million budget. It's not, uh, yeah. you know, big deal. It's well shot though. Um, It's just not scary. So well, it's
4: had a lot of time on the, on the preview screens. Oh, you have know, you seen the
1: trailers it? and so on? Yeah. Yeah. When you get to the like, Oh, okay. Uh, that's interesting. But, Oh wow! Yeah, I was hoping for more. Okay. And B a, minus.
4: And again, it's called the invitation. The invitation.
1: PG thirteen, which might make it less. Maybe it wasn't scary enough because they, they pulled back, oh. or they cut away. You know, just when stuff was happening. Okay. So I
4: don't know. It is eleven thirty here at KSL News Radio. We'll take a brief break, and more to come, including telephone torture on the movie show.
2: The Movie Show. We've got two stories here. We've got a story about degenerate clergy, and we've got
4: a story about a bunch of lawyers turning child abuse into a cottage industry. Now,
5: which story do you want us to write? Because we're writing one of them.
2: On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Today, the movie show is
4: originating from Zero Res, and I I think we worked things out on uh, the right... uh, Household order? Did we? Oh yeah, we we're, got in
0: touch with D. We're all squared away.
4: Yeah, once we talk to D, then people know what we're doing.
0: Yeah, that's how. It if works. it goes
4: through me, it's the grapevine is things broken. things get a little muddied up here. <laughs> so we're all set. Have we settled on a date yet, there, Jake?
0: Uh, I am. Uh, I'm texting with the uh, call center manager right now. I text the dates that D was interested in, and yes. he'll he'll get back to me here in just a second. See, it's that easy.
4: All you do is tell your spouse to call. Zero res, and you take care of it. Yeah. And right now with this deal that is underway, clean three rooms, $33 per room. The fourth room
0: is cleaned for free. Now, stairs are kind of a different animal, aren't they? Yeah. um, Stairs are are a little unique in the cleaning process, as you can imagine, because, um, you know, the carpet, it it goes up the face of the stair, the bull nose, and then the, the top of the stair as well. Um, and the tool that we have that cleans the normal carpet is too large to clean the stairs, so it 's a different it 's a completely different process a little more labor intensive uh, but the the difference in the cleaning when you do stairs is night and day so right it is uh essential it is yeah, yeah it's a it 's a validating clean like it feels really good after you get those stairs cleaned
4: you know have you ever done that you decide okay i 'm going to fix this or clean this or whatever, but not that then after you do the job, you go. Oh, man, should have done that. Why didn't I just that. do that? <laughs> yeah. Should have done that for sure. And, you know, we, we talk about all the other things that you do, and it is incredible. You can pretty much just call Zero Res and say, take care of it. The tile and the grout, the area
0: rugs, the carpeting, the upholstery. You guys do it all. Yeah, and and if you're thinking about, you know, whether you want to do it yourself, just give us a call. At least, at least have a conversation with us about, you know, what it might cost, what it's going to look like, um, you know, your, your your time is valuable. Uh, every time I've t- had a conversation with someone who has attempted to go and, you know, buy the rug doctor or uh, rent the yeah. rug doctor, and yeah. after half of a Saturday is gone and the carpet's been wet for three days, and you're just like, why did why did I do and this? And the spots and, are coming up. Yeah, and it's a
1: big piece of equipment. You got to haul it in and out. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's just it's just a challenge. You, you'd much rather enjoy you know, your time and have us come in for just a few hours, take care of it. It's dry in a couple hours and then you're good to go. Yeah. Um, And we're not in the business of, of taking advantage of anyone. We're going to come in. We're going to verify that you're comfortable with the price, that you're happy with it. And, um, and again, if, if something comes up, there's a spot that you're just like, man, I'm not super happy with this. Give us a call. We'll come back out. We'll hit it again. Uh, like you said, Doug, our, our main goal is to create, Raving fans, happy customers, people that will then tell their friends that there's right. no one else to use. Exactly. And all you have to do
4: is go online, dot <clears throat> zeroresdavisweber.com or give them a phone call, lock down this price, make the appointment now for Zero Res to come to your home. How about if we do a little streaming news here? Sounds good. Okay, here we go.
2: Planning on a weekend of binge-watching? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Doug and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the Movie Show Streaming Reviews on KSL News Radio. Okay, Steve, what do you have for us for streaming news? Honestly, the
4: stuff that I have, eh, it's okay, but nothing really earth-shaking.
1: Well, I I try to, you know, when something new comes out, I kind of want to see, get a taste of it. Like, The Sandman was new, and it's, uh, you know, like number two on their list. I watched the first episode. It has potential to be kind of a scary, like Harry Potter kind of thing. So that's a, available. I also watched the documentary Welcome um, to uh, Wrexham, which is a football club in in Wales that Ryan Reynolds and uh, Rob McElhinney from uh, uh, Sunny in Philadelphia, they went together and bought bought into the ownership of this. Wow. And so it it wants to be yeah. sort of like a Ted Lasso. Yeah Um, because you got an American and a Canadian buying a, you know, a Welch. But they were in hard – they were struggling. They were in hard times. They're in a league that's probably like a – if you went baseball – majors triple a's they're down to like single a right and you know how that works over there if you win you can go up up into like the championship league or the premier league we learned that in ted last well they're down in i've never even heard of this called the national league which is wow. really the basement so they're trying to revitalize this team and i watched the first couple of episodes it looks interesting because they're cool guys and the town was just elated to have Deadpool own their team. Sure. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, But here's a name that I was really surprised to see coming back into a series, Joe Pesci, Joe
4: Pesci in a series. Yeah, really?
1: Uh, It might be a limited series, but he's returning to TV for a a series called Bubkus. And here's the boy wonder Pete Davidson is involved. It's his grandfather. The mother will be played by Edie Falco from the Sopranos. And this will be uh, stream exclusively on uh, Peacock when wow. it becomes available. So, well,
4: speaking of real football, soccer, and I still can't believe how long we have to wait for Ted Lasso.
1: Oh, you know, after we talked last week, there is not a definitive date yet on when the next one. They're talking maybe late spring next year. That's killing. I mean, they're me. shooting it now, and, uh, um, and I don't know how far they are along on it, but it, it's going to be a while. And oh. Also, uh, Bad Sisters, the one on, uh, D and I were talking about last week. I've binged the heck out of that thing—ten episodes, ten hours—and it's brilliant. There are only two D moments uh, involving a dog and a cat that don't go well.
4: Yeah, a D moment is animals in peril. Right, right.
1: And she definitely—the one is off camera, so it's not. But the other one is definitely on camera, and I'm like, oh dear, she's not going to want to see that. The problem is it. The rest of the show is magnificent, and so those two moments—if you can just, I don't know, blindfold her or take her out of the room—I <laughs> I don't know what to tell you—but it's it's so good, and it ended like the, what a great ending. It was just really good. Okay, bad sisters.
4: All right. Let's take a brief break. We've still got telephone torture here on the movie
2: show. The movie show. So, what are you proposing? It's simple: kill the Batman. On KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM.
4: Today, the movie show has originated from Springville, and we have been at zero res. Jake has been here with us, and did did we finally get uh, Dee's order all set and ready to go?
0: We're all set. We're booked on. Uh... Monday the 12th September Monday the 12th. 12th. Yep, that was the I think that was the earliest date that D said that was a possibility, <laughs> so we got you in.
4: All right. So we're set.
0: You're all set. And
4: we're locked down at that $33 per room and then the fourth room is cleaned for free. You got the rate. Right. What do most people go, you know, when they they think okay, the three primary rooms and then what room should we clean for free?
0: What is it usually? A big <laughs> closet or is it a a Hallway? What is it? You know, it's really funny. Oftentimes, it's, it's the room that they're like, oh, we probably wouldn't have normally cleaned you know, the guest room because no one ever goes in there. Yeah. But what's really, really funny is that's, that's usually the room that needs to be cleaned the most. Really? Because it gets neglected the most. Ah. No, one ever, goes, sense. no one ever goes in there. So yeah. it's my favorite thing to do when we're in a home and they're like, well, we don't need to clean that room. And I'm like, can we just do a test to see what I can pull out of that room? Yeah. It's never vacuumed, so we come, we take the hose with a rag over the front of it, and just kind of run it over the carpet to test it, and come back, and you have a stack of lint that's that <laughs> tall, right? Oh, yeah. A couple inches tall. That's just like, I'm guessing we also skip this room when we vacuum, and they're like, yeah. yeah. So you know, I'll, really,
4: I I think about that, and you know, when when we have guests in the homes, it's just a you know, it's humming up there, but you know, most of the time, I'm upstairs quite a bit because my my office library <laughs> is up there, but. You know, the the bedrooms and, you know, you think of the air that's circulating, the dust that goes through that's the exactly home. exactly right. And um, whether you're using it or not, that that's all going down in the fibers of the carpet. It's
0: still getting dirty. Even if we're not in there, even if we're not walking on it, it's still filtering that air. It's still gathering all the lint and debris. I mean, you think about, uh, you know, a room that has a nightstand on it. Yeah. Whether you're in the room or not, that nightstand still gets dusty. Yeah, usually. Oh yeah, it's, no. you know. So it's the same thing with. Why your would carpet. it
1: be any different for the carpet? Exactly.
4: Yeah, exactly. It's all going somewhere, and uh, you know, again, the largest filter in your home is the carpet.
0: So, and then also air duct cleaning. You've still got the twenty percent off on that. Twenty percent off air duct cleaning. Um, this is this is a great time to get the air ducts clean. Going into winter, before the inversion comes. Um it's, it's a good time to make sure that those are, are cleaned and ready to go. Coming into inversion, those tend to just accumulate much faster. Yeah, yeah. Number to call is? 801-288-9376.
4: Or you can simply go online. It's really easy to book that way. dot com, and you lock down this pricing right now. And even if the appointment, like for us, you know, it's about two weeks off, but uh, I, think, I think good. we even
0: have a, uh, available dates that are before then as well.
4: Good. All right. So call our friends here at Zero Res. Now, aren't you glad you're here for Telephone Torture? So excited. That, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I can sense that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Telephone Torture. <laughs> you know, last week we had a whole... Grundle of newbies, newbie losers. How'd that happen? It was fun. How'd that happen? You know, other people ought to have a chance to be a loser. Who are you talking to now? Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> going to mention names. <laughs> okay. But you know, we we had a, a good, brand new crop of losers here on the movie show. Well, that's always
1: fun. You know, With the yeah. shock
4: and awe on their face. I need to I need to put the bite on uh, you know Ike Yaspi and find out when we're going to get more loser T-shirts in black ones. Black ones. Yeah, yes. we we have winner t-shirts, but nobody wants those. They want loser t-shirts. No, Winner's no fun. I know. What's wrong with that yeah, picture? you are like, come on. Okay, what number should I'm going to let Jake pick the number? What number are we going
0: to go for for telephone torture today? <laughs> well, I'm going to go with my lucky number, and that's two. Two. Perfect.
1: <laughs> two. That's your lucky number, huh? That's
0: my luck. That was my jersey number. That was your
1: jersey number. Uh huh. In what, is is that what the roller, we, it roller skating keeps, league. It also
0: keeps this nice and, what you this nice and quick here, Doug.
1: <laughs> See, that's a smart man right there. Uh huh. Two is my favorite number all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> I know you don't get to torture as many people, but we're going to Actually, go my with favorite two. number is
1: 24. That would be horrifying. Think of how many unhappy losers we have out there today
4: because they're not going to be able to be a loser on
1: the one will be special.
4: As tempted as I was
0: to say something like 12. 12
4: I, oh, dear. Yeah, even, that might that might even hit me. So <laughs> that was on your jersey, huh?
0: Yeah. Okay.
4: Lacrosse? What
0: are we talking about? That's exactly right.
4: It was a roller skating okay. league. Lacrosse. <laughs> he was in roller Roller Germany. skating
0: league. He was known as the crusher. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to offend any roller skaters out there.
4: But <laughs> yeah. It wasn't okay. that. Okay.
1: Those, All right. People are
0: tough.
4: <laughs> well, here we're gonna go. You know, this this is good for fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. You know that. I mean, two tickets to the Megaplex Theater, and oh, by drinks. the way, did
1: you notice that they're doing their classic uh, movie thing? That's right. Ten movies for ten dollars. This is not just for kids. This is the grown-up stuff. Okay, Gustavo, we need
4: to put the bite on uh, Jeff the Whipple or you know Blake for next week. Blake Anderson. I have the list to talk about it. We'll let them unveil the list. Okay. Because so it, do, it does start
1: next week. It does start next. Well, what's the first one then? First movie is uh, Greece. Greece.
4: Wow. With Olivia Newton-John just yeah. passing just away. Just yeah. say the word. Okay. <laughs> you going to sing a tune for us now? No. I'm going to be a cheerleader for the roller skating. <laughs> for, the- <laughs> okay. for the lacrosse team. What's wrong with you? Hey, my son was on the state championship lacrosse team. Oh, Skyline awesome. High School. That's awesome. There we go. The ring, the whole deal. Okay. Now, let's go to our phone line. Are ring? And this is, yeah. And we're going to go to our one and only loser today. You're so sad. On the movie show. I am. I'm. Hi, who's this? He hung up. Well, it doesn't count. We got to hear at least a, rah, 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 you know. All right, let's go back to the phone line because we've got to loserize somebody before we can have a big wiener. All right, hi. Otherwise, Doug's weekend is shot. That's right. Hi, who's this? Oh, it must be Vahe. Hi,
1: who's this? Not mentioning any names, (laughs) of course. Yeah, not
4: mentioning it. Okay, we've we've got to hear something here. Somebody's. Grunt. Yes, just go. You know, sound like Frankenstein. Hi, who's this? Hello? We finally ran out. We finally wiped out all of our listeners.
0: Maybe two was not the lucky number.
4: <laughs> it might not have been. Might have been for you, but yeah. Okay. All right. Gustavo, do we have anybody there? <clears throat> hello. Hello. We, hello. Hi. Who's this? this? This is Don. Don, you're our only loser today. How does that make you oh, feel? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It is me, a wow, isn't it?
0: It makes, makes me want to cry.
4: Well, I, I kind of want to cry right now, too. So let's, let's hit the button. Here we go. You're best.
2: Losers always whine about their
4: best. It's back. I love that. I saw The Rock the other night and saw him deliver that line. Okay, let's go to the big wiener who's on the line right now. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Michael. Michael, how are you? Good, good. You are a big wiener. Of course you are. You've won fabulous prizes. Worth up to dollars, two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters, two drinks, a tub of popcorn, but before we can give that to you, there is one chore you need to do to make the one and only loser today feel a little better about himself, and I'm sure you know what it is. Yes, a little bit of Frank Sinatra. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is the way to show right here. A big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters for hosting this segment. Bless them all here on the movie show. Hey, thanks so much for being part of the movie show today. That does it for the program and tonight, especially tonight, when you go home. Please make sure that you hug the
0: people you love.
2: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.
0: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
2: I'm Becky Bruce.